Back to Understanding Childhood Cancer with Dr. Jeff. That's me, Dr. Jeff, uh, Jeff McCowage. I'm a paediatric oncologist here at the Children's Hospital at Westmead in Sydney, Australia. And today I'm going to talk about a tumour type called DIPG. And DIPG is a type of brain tumour. And so I'll also say that as well as being a paediatric oncologist, I consider myself a paediatric neuro-oncologist. And so before I get on with explaining what a DIPG is, I'll just explain what a neuro-oncologist is. So a neuro-oncologist, normally when we're talking about paediatrics, we're talking about a doctor who looks after children with brain tumours. But in particular, we're not talking about a brain surgeon, a neurosurgeon. So a neurosurgeon is the doctor, of course, that does operations on brain tumours. And because they're operating on brain tumours, I guess they're a neuro-oncologist of sorts. But we don't normally call them a neuro-oncologist. We call them a neurosurgeon or a brain surgeon. Now, the neuro-oncologists are the people who do things other than operations, pretty much. So... In particular, people like me are the people who give drugs to treat brain tumours and also sort of look after the child with a brain tumour, even as they're going through other components of treatment, maybe radiation therapy, maybe surgery, etc. And we're sort of always there in the sort of background sometimes, but as the sort of paediatrician who knows about brain tumours who can care for the child. So the radiation oncology doctors, they're doctors that give radiation treatment to brain tumours, so technically they would also be called a paediatric neuro-oncologist, but they're more often referred to as the radiation oncologist. Anyway, this is all very tedious for you, but just to explain, the paediatric neuro-oncologist tends to be the person who's trained as a paediatrician and trained in oncology, so cancer treatment, usually chemotherapy treatment, you know, so they know about leukemia and other tumours. But in particular, they know about the treatment of children with brain tumours and particularly using drugs to treat them, but also the general care of such children uh, as they undergo treatment for a brain tumour. So that's what a paediatric neuro-oncologist is. Anyway, today we're going to talk about this uh, brain tumour type called DIPG and I hope I'll uh, put together a series of podcast episodes on this and today's episode is just to explain what a DIPG is. So DIPG stands for Diffuse Intrinsic Pontine Glioma. Got that? Diffuse Intrinsic Pontine Glioma. Glioma. And so before I talk about much else, I pretty much just want to explain today what that all means. What does diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma mean? Because there's a whole bunch of words thrown together. So first off, let's go to the end of it. Let's go to that G for glioma. Diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma. Well, glioma is a type of brain tumour. And glioma refers to the type of cell in the brain that has gone off and become a tumour cell, whether a very malignant brain tumour 
or a benign, low-grade brain tumour, there's all different types of gliomas. So in your brain, you have the nerve cells, right? The electrical wiring cells. They're called the neurons. And then surrounding the neurons, you have a whole bunch of other types of cells that are the glial cells. And these cells aren't the electrical pathway cells. They're sort of the supporting cells that surround the nerve cells and uh, pack out the brain and give it structure and do all sorts of important roles in getting the brain to work properly. But they're not the actual wiring cells. They're the neuronal cells. And we get neuronal tumours as well. Uh, But in this case, we're talking about a glial cell. And glial cells have some other names like astrocytes. That's another word for a glial cell. And so when you see astrocytoma, that's pretty much the same as seeing glioma, pretty much. The important thing to know is that when you hear glioma, uh, we need to know, is it a malignant glioma, a cancerous, aggressive fast-growing tumour or is it a slower-growing tumour like a low-grade glioma? Anyway, I did an episode on low-grade gliomas. But that's what the G stands for in DIPG. It stands for glioma. So we're talking here about a tumour that's arisen from one of the glial cells of the brain and it's become uh, uncontrolled in its growth and so it's growing and it's not meant to be growing at that rate And that's why it's called a glioma. All right, next up, let's talk about the P in DIPG. The P stands for pontine. And pontine refers to whereabouts in the brain the tumour is located. And in particular, it means that it's growing in an area of the brain called the pons. Pons, P-O-N-S. Now, pons is the Latin word for a bridge. I don't know, do you remember that song we all had to learn in French, you know, sous le pont d'Avignon, sous le pont d'Avignon, you know, on the bridge, pons. Well, it turns out there's an area of the brain that when people first started looking at brains, it looked just like a a bridge. You know, one of those sandstone arch bridges that goes over all those cute little rivers in Europe, one of those bridges. Well, this part of the brain looks like that. And so without really knowing what this part of the brain did or anything, they called it the pons. So the pons. And so a tumour that comes in the pons is a pontine tumour. So next let me explain where in the brain this pons thing is located. So when you think of a brain, most of the time when we see pictures of brains and stuff on TV and on the internet and so on, mostly we're looking at the top part of the brain, you know, where the frontal lobes are and the smart part of your brain is. So if you put your hand on top of your head and think just below your hand, well, that's what you call the cortex of the brain, the cerebral cortex. So that's the top part of your brain. And that's the bit that has that, you know, that lobulated looking shape to it that you see uh, when you see pictures in magazines and so on of brains. Now, down the very bottom of the skull is another part of the brain, and that's called the brain stem. And so the brain stem 
is a more narrow part of the brain. Uh, just before uh, the brain leaves the skull and goes down the backbone as the spinal cord, there's this area of the brain called the brain stem. And so what happens uh, with the brain is that you come up with all your uh, thoughts of what you want to do and what parts of the body you want to move in your cortex, the top part of your brain, and then you fire off an electrical signal that goes down through the brain and then down to the brain stem. And some nerves come out of the brain stem and control things like your face, like if you want to screw up your face or close your eyes tightly or smile or something like that. There's nerves that come out of the brain stem with the message to smile. And then there's other nerves that go down through the brain stem, just like an electrical cable, and then go down to the spinal cord, and then the nerves come out to go to your arms or to your legs and so on, so you can tell your arms and your legs what to do. And then at the same time, there's all the messages that come back from your arms and your legs that go from your arms, from your legs, into the spinal cord, and then they go back up to your brain. And as they first enter the skull, the electric wires are again going through the brain stem and, and then on to the cortex. And that's where we sort of experience that sensation of touch or of heat or of pain or of something. And so there's a whole lot of nerves going through the brainstem on their way to somewhere else. And then there's a whole lot of nerves that come out of the brainstem to control things like eye movements, facial movements, swallowing, coughing, shrugging shoulders, a whole bunch of things, the 12 cranial nerves. A lot of them come out of the brainstem, either taking messages out to muscles or bringing messages back so from hearing or from the skin of the face or things like that. So that's the brainstem. Okay. Now, the pons is part of the brainstem. We talk about three main parts of the brainstem, if you really want to know. One's called the midbrain, one's called the pons, and one's called the medulla. But don't dwell on all that detail. Today we're talking about this particular section of the brain called the pons. And so a pontine glioma is a tumour that starts in the brainstem and in particular in that area of the brainstem called the pons. And so it's down the bottom of the brain, you know, just before the um, brainstem meets up with the spinal cord down there, that's where the brainstem is. So it's a tumour in that area, the pons, and so it's a pontine glioma. Okay, now... Back to D-I-P-G. So now let me tell you what the I stands for. The I stands for intrinsic. Intrinsic. So what intrinsic means here is that it's a tumour that's come from the pons. It's started in the pons. So meaning it's not a tumour that started somewhere else and grew into the pons, and it's not a tumour that started distant in the body and spread in the bloodstream and ended up in the pons. We're talking about a tumour that is there in this pons part of the brain, and that's where it started and that's where it's centred. You know, it's not grown from the spinal cord up into the pons. It hasn't grown from higher up in the brain and grown down into the pons. No, it's a tumour of the pons. It started there. It's mostly there. Now, it might spread in its growth above or below the pons or outside of the pons, but that's its main area where the tumour has started. So now we have an intrinsic 
pontine glioma. So it's a glioma because it's a tumour of the glial cells. It's pontine because it's in the pons and it's intrinsic because that's where it started. It started in the pons and it's mostly based in the pons. It hasn't grown there from some other location. All right, and finally we get to the letter D. So the, the D in D-I-P-G stands for diffuse. So let me explain what diffuse means. When we're thinking about brain tumours, we can think about tumours being diffuse tumours or focal tumours. And let me explain it like this. Now, imagine you grabbed a big bunch of spaghetti, uncooked spaghetti, you know, that hard spaghetti, and you held it in your hand in your fists like a big bunch of spaghetti. Now, imagine each piece of spaghetti is a nerve that's going from above to below, right? So traveling through the brain stem of spaghetti to get down to the arms and legs, let's say. Now imagine you got a pea or a marble, nice round shaped thing, and you put that in the middle of the bunch of spaghetti pieces. Well, that's what you would call a focal tumor. So it's a tumor that's sort of well demarcated from the surrounding spaghetti. You can see where the spaghetti stops and the pea starts. So that would be a focal tumour. You know, it's sort of sharp edges, well-defined. You can see where's tumour and where's normal uh, brainstem. That would be a focal tumour. On the other hand, now let's get another bunch of spaghetti. And this time, imagine you got a syringe full of honey or maple syrup or something like that got a syringe full of honey and you injected the honey deep into the middle of the spaghetti and the honey would sort of spread all around the various uh, pieces of spaghetti and would infiltrate around pieces and over pieces and it'd be sort of all through the midst of everything well that's what you would call a diffuse tumor so it's not one where you can see where normal brain stops and tumour starts. It's sort of normal brain mixed with tumour. And you can't quite tell what's normal and what's not. It's all sort of mixed up together. Well, that's what you would call a diffuse tumour. And you can imagine if you did an MRI scan of your uh, bunches of spaghetti. Well, on one, you would do a scan and see the marble there sitting there separate to the spaghetti. But on the other one, you'd see sort of honey and you'd see spaghetti and, and you wouldn't really be able to separate spaghetti from honey. So like I say, that's a diffuse tumour. And you can imagine when you come to think about uh, treating such a tumour, well, you can imagine a surgeon could potentially go in and just fish out the marble, right? Or pull out this pea, this focal thing, because the surgeon can tell what's normal brain and what's not. But when you come to dealing with the diffuse tumour, well, you can imagine it'd be pretty hard to go into the spaghetti and just get all the honey out but leave normal spaghetti behind. You can see how a diffuse tumour is always going to be a bit harder to um, remove because it's surrounded and it's sort of incorporated itself uh, in the midst of normal brain tissue. And this is one of the key things to know is that this area of the brain called the pons 
like I said, it's in the brain stem. It's an area where all the signals from up above in the brain are going through this pons area to then get out the nerves to the face and the head and the neck and then to go further on down to the arms and the legs. And at the same time, there's all those nerves coming from the arms and the legs and the face that are going through this pons area to get back to the top of the brain where we experience them as sensations and tastes and sounds and pain and heat and temperature and all those sorts of things. So the brain stem is really like, you know, it's like that main cable on your computer. If you imagine the, the, your computer and then it's got a cable that goes to the monitor, well, it's like that main cable that uh, is carrying just about everything of note is sort of going through that area. So it's a really critical area of the brain. And you can imagine it's not just an area a surgeon can go into and just start removing uh, all sorts of bits and pieces. It's an area that's very sensitive to any uh, approach by a surgeon. Now, surgery can be performed in this area, but it's not as simple as just going in and uh, fishing out a tumour from certain other parts of the brain. Certain other parts of the brain the surgeon can uh, operate on with great care and with risks, etc. We're still talking about brain surgery, but uh, they can operate more readily than they can in an area like this where so many nerves are going through this area and it's all sort of very, very sort of central to the whole system. And so later on, I'll talk about uh, the treatment of DIPG and so on, and it'll all sort of make sense to you when you, once you understand uh, what the brainstem does, what this pons area of the brain does. Anyway, so that's what DIPG stands for, Diffuse Intrinsic Pontine Glioma. And again, it's a glioma because it's a tumour that's come from one of the glial cells, not one of the nerve cells. It's pontine because it's started in the pons, the pons part of the brainstem. It's intrinsic, meaning it really did start in the pons. It didn't start somewhere else and then grow into the pons. It started in the pons and it's centred on the pons and it's mostly occupying the pons, but it might grow uh, higher up or lower down in the brainstem, but it's sort of started in the pons, so it's pontine. And it's diffuse, meaning it's not a sort of sharply demarcated tumour that you can tell from normal brain surrounding it. It's sort of growing in and amongst all the normal nerve cells and other cells of the brain stem, and that's what makes it diffuse. So that's it, diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma. And I hope now that I can get on and do some more podcast episodes to, to tell you some more about this tumour. It's a serious tumour type. Certainly one where we need to improve our treatments, but I can handle all that in subsequent podcast episodes. So anyway, thank you for tuning in today to Understanding Childhood Cancer with Dr. Jeff. I hope you found this useful. But for now, be nice to the nurses, look after yourself, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.